Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 60. If you've been listening for a while, you understand that a self-esteem issue stems from our expectation for reality versus how we are perceiving reality. If there is a gap there, that is where we will start to experience self-esteem issues. So today I want to talk about something that in particular seems to hurt a lot of people, and that is their relationships that they have as an adult, specifically their romantic relationships. I have a lot of clients that had relatively healthy childhoods and feel like they were able to get out of their childhood and into adulthood with their self-esteem pretty much intact only to find that in their 30s or 40s, they're now having self-esteem issues and a troubled relationship. Now, your relationship can be hurting for a multitude of reasons, how you communicate, what you communicate, what you choose to argue over, and we've touched on some of these issues. Today, we're going to talk about how the core reason you got into a relationship in the first place could potentially be the reason that your relationship is struggling and causing damage to your self-esteem. So there's typically only two reasons that a person would get into a relationship. They are either looking for companionship or they are looking for partnership. The problem with this is that if a person who is looking for a partnership gets into a relationship with somebody who is looking for companionship, there is going to be dissatisfaction frustration, annoyance, and fights in the relationship. The expectation of that relationship is not going to meet reality, and that is going to cause damage to your self-esteem. Now, let me break down what I'm talking about here. Someone who gets into a relationship for companionship is merely looking for somebody to hang out with, somebody to be present with. So that might look like they just want to sit on the couch with you or have you physically at the dining room table with them while they're eating their meal. They may want your presence in the bed as they're sleeping. They are simply looking for a companion in the present moment during those activities. They may enjoy your company. They probably do enjoy your company, but that is about as far as it's going for them in that present moment having a companion. On the other hand, somebody who gets into a relationship for a partnership is looking for somebody to be in their whole world for them, somebody who is aware of the past, somebody who is focused on the future, and somebody who is there with them in the moment, in the present. They are wanting somebody that will reminisce with them and plan with them. They want somebody who will consider them in decision-making processes, considering what has happened in the past and what they want the ultimate goal to be in the future. Both of these are fine. If either one of these is what you are looking for, there's nothing wrong with that. Where we get into a problem is if somebody who is looking for a partnership gets into a relationship with somebody who is looking for companionship or vice versa. The demands are not going to be the same 
and confusion and hurt and a sense of being unwanted or unloved is quickly going to build. This is not something we're taught to have a conversation about in the dating process so that we're on the same page. We are just taught to discuss our very evasive, very personal, very based on our own perceptions and experiences once. That might look like two people discussing, I just want to be happy. I just want to be loved. I just want somebody to spend my life with. And those two people might think they are in agreement and want the same things. The issue is those words can mean very different things and actually usually do mean very different things. So you can see how if you married somebody or in a long-term relationship with somebody and you thought and they thought that you were getting into this relationship with the same goals in mind and now one or both of you is sad and frustrated and feeling hurt or unloved, there may be something more to it with neither of you technically being wrong in how you're approaching the relationship. Can you begin to see how somebody who is in a relationship for companionship and very much in the present, doesn't want to look back on the past, isn't ready to plan for the future, and just very much wants somebody with them as they go through their daily activities, could feel very overwhelmed and pressured by somebody who is looking for a partnership. Can you see how somebody who is looking for a partnership wants somebody who is considering the past and the future and is engaged equally with this person in the planning and enacting of daily activities might feel like their partner doesn't love them, doesn't care, doesn't value them because they are not engaging in this way with them. And so for both sides of this, the self-esteem will be hurt because the idea of what the relationship should be and the reality of the fighting, blaming, hurting, and for both parties, the needs going unmet is giving the message that my partner, my companion doesn't love me, doesn't value me, doesn't want to spend time with me, wants to hurt me. Now, at this point, you have probably figured out which one of the two that you are. And I want to be very clear, neither one is wrong. It's very easy to feel like the other one is wrong when you're standing on the other side of it. But I want you to hear me clearly say, your partner who is the opposite of you in this is not wrong. I hope that you can hear me say that if you're somebody looking for a partnership and they're looking for a companion, if you're pushing for the conversations about the past and the future, if you're wanting to be very involved in the decision-making and planning process of the present, of what is going on right now, of what is going to be happening this weekend or what is going to be had for dinner that night, they are going to feel like you're just badgering them, like you're berating them, like you're dredging up old stuff that doesn't matter or you're focusing on things that aren't important yet because they're in the future. They're going to feel like you're denying them the peace and the simple joy that they are asking for of just being in your presence. And on the flip side, if you're somebody looking for companionship and your partner wants a partnership, they are going to feel like you're not engaged. You don't care. You don't value them because you are not engaging with them as a partner would. 
Think of it as if you are running a business together. You would discuss the finances, discuss whether or not we're hiring more employees, discuss whether or not we're closing for the weekend. In a healthy business partnership, you would not make those types of decisions without talking to and coming to an agreement with your partner. In fact, major companies have shifted hands from two owners down to one owner for this very reason, these types of fights. So you can see how destructive it is to have both sides of this in a relationship without an understanding of what is going on. And on that note, we are talking specifically about romantic relationships today, but this does apply to business relationships, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your own parents, and sometimes even with your relationship with your your friends that you're trying to have as close friends. If this is different, the expectations are not going to be met. And that's where it's going to feel like there's distance or hurt or intentional wrong being done. So the first thing for you to do, which I hope by this point you have already done, is identify which one you are. Are you the type of person who looks for companionship or are you the type of person that looks for partnership? Now, if you're not in a romantic relationship yet or are in the very early stages of a romantic relationship, this is going to be very easy for you. Identify which one your partner is or identify what you need your next potential romantic partner to be. If there is already that somebody that might fit this bill for you in your life, have this conversation with them. Find out which one they are. Relationships are easiest if the two of you are on the same page with this one. Both types of relationships can work. Again, there is no right or wrong here. It is simply different. If you are already involved in a romantic relationship and you are hearing this and you're saying, you're talking about me and my partner. I'm definitely one and they are definitely the other. And this explains so much. I recommend that you have a conversation with them about this, that you bring this to the table and see how it resonates with them. See if they identify as the one that you suspect they're going to identify as. Now, even if you don't feel comfortable having that conversation with them, this next part you can still do. It's time to start healing. Have you ever almost banged your elbow on something or almost stubbed your toe and you say ow before you realize, oh, I didn't actually get hurt. I just thought I was about to be hurt there. Have you ever had that experience? I want you to take that same kind of philosophy of I said ow because I thought it was hurting me, but I'm not actually hurt. And I want you to consider applying that here. I want you to consider that the hurt and the pain that you have felt from your partner for not meeting your needs and expectations in this way was not intentional, was not meant to hurt you, and did not actually in any way say, I don't value you, I want to irritate you, you're not good enough, I don't love you, I don't want to spend time with you the way that you need me to. It never was meant to deliver that message. Your goals were simply different and you did not understand that. Can you begin to see how what your partner was asking you for was not an attempt to ask too much of you or deny you of your own wants, but rather in line with their idea of what your perfect relationship together would look like? If you were looking for a partnership and your partner was looking for companionship, if you look back on your relationship, can you see all the times that they wanted you around them? in their orbit as they went about their daily lives? 
that doesn't have to meet your relationship needs. I am definitely a partnership person. That would not meet my relationship needs. That's okay. This isn't about deciding that our needs have been met when they aren't. It is about recognizing that they were not denying you the healthy or right relationship. They were giving you their idea of the healthy and right relationship. If you're the type looking for companionship, can you look at all the times your partner wanted to discuss the past, plan for the future, invade into your space as you planned for the weekend or the evening, wanted to talk to you while you were trying to watch TV? Can you look at all of this and recognize that they wanted to include you in their idea of a perfect, beautiful relationship? Now, again, this doesn't mean that it suddenly magically meets your needs, but I hope that you can take some time to process this and maybe this will help lessen the pain and hurt associated with how you have perceived your relationship with your partner up to this point. So what do we do with all of this? After you've processed this, what I want you to do is practice articulating how you view a relationship with different verbiage that doesn't just say things like happy and love together that can be interpreted very differently from somebody coming from the other side of this, but rather what that specifically looks like to you. Say to your partner, I just want to be in the living room with you, us doing our own activities. Say to your partner, I need you to sit down and plan this weekend with me and us both having input. I want you to challenge yourself to start phrasing things differently, understanding that your partner is going to need very clear language to understand how what they have been giving you isn't actually what you've been asking for because they have been looking at it through the lens of the type of relationship they are looking for. With very clear articulation on this, future fights and arguments can go very differently because you are arguing for something that is understandable by the other person and not just misinterpreted by them. And hopefully that can lead to clearer discussions about what you need in the relationship and fights are no longer happening. That's my hope for you. If this is something that you feel has been very eye-opening for you and you would like to meet one-on-one with me to have clear instruction about how to go forward with this in your own life, you can shoot me an email and we can discuss how to set up that happening. My email address is always in the show notes. The show notes are below the description of this episode. Thank you for tuning in this week. It has been a pleasure sharing this with you, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye.